0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. I'm here with my fiance, you know. Hey. Ju- hey Ju- Julie's also um, here, here, guys. Um, what up? I'm here. <laughs> She's fresh off a of flight, so I gotta make sure that she up over there.
1: Well, I'm here. Looking <laughs> 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 busy over here. Right.
0: I'll try whatever. Okay, I see you. So, how is everybody doing? How's your week been going? What's your highlight? What's your challenge? Let me know.
1: Ooh, you gonna kick it off?
0: Damn! How did I know you was gonna do I mean.
1: that?
0: It'd be your own fiance. <laughs> Let's see. My challenge this week has just been... I really haven't been having challenges, but... Yes, amen Right, that. right. Especially because it's been a rough summer. Yeah, for sure. And it's crazy because you would expect, like, for this to be the happiest time in my life. But depression don't got nobody's... You know, they ain't got no type. Nope. <laughs> so... This summer been a struggle in itself. Um my challenge has been my skin is just being defiant. <laughs> like I'm I'm buying you so many things. Why are you treating me like this? Okay. So yes, just that defiance and then I am doing intermittent fasting again Um, and so the past two days it was a struggle 7.30 I'm my stomach growling (laughs) (laughs) like oh hello drink some water 9 o'clock knock knock I'm hungry let me in you know so it's been a struggle because I'm doing the hours of 1 to 9 because Joe doesn't get home till like 8.30 So I want to eat mm. dinner with him So I have to do 1 to 9 And I'll be struggling to get to the 1
1: mm-hmm.
0: But today I, I was good Did I complain about being hungry? Um, I
1: saw a video from you Yesterday yeah.
0: <laughs> But not today No,
1: not today I'm talking
0: about today oh, No, you said good. your
1: stomach was growling. That was it
0: Oh, I, what? I said that today yeah. Well well, it wasn't as bad as yesterday and the mm-hmm. day before. Um my highlight has just been being in a good space, so like just feeling good, not feeling overwhelmed with anything, um you know, mundane traffic issues and stuff like that, but just my perspective has shifted. And so that is a highlight in itself because I feel like if something pops up, I can just do a positive reframe. Whereas before, it was like, oh, this kind of stuff always happens. Like, oh, this is why life sucks, you know? Um, so just trying to work on Finding the positive and focusing on that because the reality of it is most of our days aren't, like, shitty the whole day. Right. It's like you it's a shitty couple of minutes. Time. Exactly. It's like a shitty couple minutes that you allow to bleed into the rest of your day. And so I'm just really trying to stop that because life's too short to be focused on stuff that you don't have control over. So... That's for sure. I feel like I said a lot. <laughs> what about you, babe? What's your highlight? What's your challenge?
1: My highlight is just finishing the week and wrapping up these last couple days at this part time. And the challenge is, um, I, don't know, I just been feeling tired this whole week, so mm-hmm. just managing that with the gloomy weather isn't helping either.
0: Yeah, you have been tired.
1: (laughs) Try to keep my energy up, so other than that, a normal week.
0: What about you, Julie? I cannot think of any challenges actually. Okay. Okay. I'm just
2: you know riding the wave. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. Any challenges?
0: I'll always take that.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my highlight is, like they said, I just came back from Dallas. No, I have never been to Dallas, like outside of the airport. So it was really cool. It was cool to be able to go with my coworkers. People, well, no, I talk to them normally at work, so it was cool to be outside of work with mm-hmm. them. So that was that was positive.
0: That's good yes so it sounds like I mean we've had a couple of challenges but overall as a unit <laughs> we had a good week mm-hmm. good team. <laughs> so let's continue on with that and let's let's put people on to some new stuff that we listening to watching, reading yeah. uh, eating, drinking <laughs> working out and I don't mm-hmm. know everything right <laughs> we'll start with you Julie since I went first Okay,
2: well, let me take the mic. I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> I already knew about this, but like, I did it. One of my coworkers has a credit card for American Airlines, Ooh. the Advantage credit card, and it comes with um, lounge access. So, I am trying to put everyone on game that when you fly, even when you Get hotels. You should pick a certain hotel brand or a certain airline and just build status yeah. with that airline or that yeah. hotel group. Mm-hmm. Get because points the perks, and stuff. Yeah, the perks are amazing. And the clubs are lit. Like, if you, for I'm going to just talk about American because that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Admirals Club, you can sit in there before your flight. If your flight's delayed, you can go in that club. I believe if you have the credit card you can bring up to three people inside or have three people mm. on the card with you and huh. then there's food in there there's showers in there so if you come international and you have a long layover mm. you can go take a shower and their night it's not like raggedy showers Yeah. they have a bar in there where all the well drinks are free all the beer is free you gotta pay for like wine and like they top-shelf shit. Yeah. They have, like, little appetizers. They have hummus, like, things like that.
0: And, of course, they have... So it's just for the bad and bougie. Yeah. Right, I am
1: going to say.
2: And then if you get enough stats... <coughs> stat, well, no, I don't... No, I don't think you automatically get access to the club if you're top-shelf.
0: How chef. do you even get into the club? Well, the, the card. credit card
2: is one of them. Mm-hmm. I believe you can buy a membership... I, don't quote me on this, guys. Go to any of the airlines. You locations. can
1: buy a day pass, though. You
2: can buy a day pass, but you can also buy a year. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's $400. <laughs> but if you travel all the time, it's worth it. I guess. Me and Brandon, we're stuck in Hong Kong. Haven't taken a shower. Yikes. Hungry. If we had the Air Force Club access. Mm we could have just been in there struggling instead of been in the
0: concourse that's not even a struggle because you <laughs> probably could charge your phone and kick your feet up.
2: yeah no it's uh, the the seats are like this mm. it's, it's, it's like nice a little lounge it's like yeah. a teacher's lounge <laughs> and then also I mean for the real bougie if you have a first class ticket or business class ticket transcontinental meaning you're going to Europe <laughs> or you're going to Asia mm-hmm you're automatic,
1: or you're going to New York because, sure, they consider New York an elite route. You automatically get access to the lounge. Hmm. That's because those tickets are mad
0: expensive. So,
1: yeah. I want one, If I fly
0: international, I want one of those tickets so I can have a laid seat mm-hmm. because flying. Julie like, says she has
2: those seats. I want that seat. I, I mean, some. I didn't want to bring it up, but yeah, I had it. <laughs> 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 but yes, I suggest anyone stick to one group it's one hotel group one airline
0: is that why goes. is that why in vegas you're um the one opposite of the caesar rewards yeah. yeah
2: so i just stay in any of the caesar reward hotel groups or i gamble at any of the caesar reward hotel groups mm-hmm. it comes with perks like free rooms so just stick to one guys that's my new
0: name. <laughs> <laughs> what about you babe
1: uh my new new uh oh the ti um just put out his podcast uh expeditiously
0: <laughs> it I would be him. it literally would mm. be called um, that welcome ladies and gentlemen to my first ever i get to
2: see
1: him it, the first episode was um him ice cube and l o cool j oh that's interesting him
2: the,
0: ice
1: cube l o cool, cool j, j. Cool. and then the second one was uh free ray ricky ross the real Rick Ross
2: mm-hmm. um, I
1: met him and they were talking about and then oh they had like a word of the day and it was like a legal term so they were like, they were like giving game over like their stories dealing with legality and like giving a little a little podcast a little conversation
0: hmm. might have to check that out
1: mm-hmm.
0: let's see I have two Okay, Okay. show off Mm -hmm. Yep, extra credit So I started reading A book called Girl, Wash Your Face By Rachel Hollis Um, And basically It says To stop believing the lies About who you are So you can become who you were meant to be And she basically Goes through and talks about The different lies that You know she told herself that was holding herself back and what she did to overcome that Mm -hmm. and so so far it's so good you know i'm just now starting it i've only read like a chapter so far but it's pretty good um so yeah i just want to put y'all on that and then also right before we started potting my girl coco Put me on to Little Ghost, which is an album by Moonchild, and it's just like a little vibey kind of album, you know. So mm-hmm. that's my no-no. Hopefully, I'll try it, and if you do, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at C Therapy Pod, and we will be. Instagram you know,
1: also. What you said.
0: I didn't say that, but I will. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, Instagram, Seek Therapy Podcast. Um, I can't wait to transition that media to Julie because I hate social media. (laughs) It's just so much work, and I just... That's not what I'm passionate about. (laughs) So... We gonna just keep it um going and going to Julie's talks.
2: So before we talk about Julie's talk, um today is September eleventh. And oh, I totally yes. skipped my mind until I got to the airport.
0: And you was on a plane today.
2: When I got to the airport the Ooh. TSA they had like a sign up. Well no, not even at TSA. When I was in training they had a sign up. It's a totally get my mind that two of the aircrafts that were, that were hijacked were American Airlines
1: aircraft. yeah they put that JetNet no, and all the victims of them two were
2: AA and, and two, two were United. United the two that were Los, um, AA were both bound to Los Angeles from Boston like hmm. me. don't kill me
1: no they had uh-huh. all the employees and all the family that were like affected from that worked for the company on the front page
2: when Two were from Boston. I'm just gonna say the flight numbers. AA11 was Boston Los Angeles had 76 passengers on it. UA17 United 175 Boston LAX 51 passengers. American Airlines flight 77 Washington Dallas LAX 53 passengers, and United 93 Newark to San Francisco
1: 37. Hmm. That was a flight had a lot of empty seats. I feel like.
2: Yeah. And it just sucks that these people were on their way to the West Coast, thinking that you know, mm-hmm. they didn't know that was going to be their last ride. And I when I when I got to the airport, or maybe I saw this on Instagram. Someone had a quote of the last conversation someone had with their his wife. Mm. And that shit's sad too, because oh, like, he. Oh, maybe
0: that's what I saw, but i was he, just. He
2: literally was like, "Yeah, uh, so my plane just got hijacked." And, you know if this doesn't end well I just want to let you know I love you and I'm sure she might I mean if I were her I would have the reporting still might not be healthy but I would have the reporting still and that's sad that to think about mm. that's why every time I take off I always pray because you never know mm-hmm. what could happen but besides that it is September 11th 18 years
0: so damn that's what
2: happened
0: that flew by Wow. Eighteen I
1: was at I was at home. I had a doc I had a doc's appointment that day and I mm-hmm. saw the second plane hit on the news. So the whole rest of the day I was like watching like I can like you can see like the silhouette of the Sears Tower so I kept mm-hmm. like watching. I'm like, man, we next.
0: Mm-hmm. And I was
1: just looking and waiting like what? are little. You know. Yeah, it was sixth grade. Don't what. 10, 11. Sure. When when it happened <laughs>
2: I was at school my friend's mom was in New York and so like we were all freaking out cause they let her leave school early cause at the time I don't think they could have gotten in contact with her so everyone was freaking out that like maybe she was in the vicinity yeah. of it but no she was fine but yeah 5th grade
0: I'm yep.
2: not fully understanding what was happening but at all <coughs> no. at
0: all it's crazy
1: now looking back, I'm like, man, I, I for the, that's why I put that that on my Twitter. I'm like, man, what about like everybody that was like in America that was like looked like they were Middle Eastern or mm-hmm. maybe they're Muslim, and then September twelfth, now you public enemy number one. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Mm. So, what did you want to say about that? So, I mean, to piggyback we got a, of that. I'm like, we got to lighten the mood. Oh, it's not going to be lightened.
2: It's going to still be a little deeper. It yeah. is. Um,
0: oh. All right. <laughs> so, y'all just gonna ahead and grab your wine. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're at work. Right. Grab your water.
2: Right. <laughs> so, one thing that is really sensitive in this country, and I think I read something like every eight seconds where every 40 seconds someone commits suicide in this country. Mm. And I, Jasmine seen the article about a gentleman who was a mental health advocate who just committed suicide. Like He, he was, was a well pastor. Known. Yeah, he was a pastor and he like was an anchor for mental health. Mm. And he committed suicide and Jasmine just told me he did a funeral for someone. Who committed suicide and the next
0: day? The day before.
2: <laughs> he he committed suicide. Uh, his name is Jared Wilson,
0: and you know I shared that on my Insta story, and someone was like, "He's a mental health advocate, but how would he do that?" I'm like, "Mental don't discriminate, yeah. like right. just because, just because, you know, someone cares and is passionate about." mental health and advocating for it and trying to, you know, educate people on it doesn't mean that depression can't knock on their door. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So what I do want to say is that if you or yourself or anyone that you know is committing harm to themselves, you can give them the tools that they need because they may not want to talk to anyone, but slipping them the number could help save a life.
1: Mm-hmm. Check on your funny friends. Yes. Check on all your friends. Do you don't know how they're dealing with what they're dealing with? and right. It might not be or what they're dealing
0: with or exactly because right. it's it's me, you know? Like I post all this stuff about positivity and things like that even despite me being in a depressive state you know just because I know that there are people that get something out of it but you know I'm posting it but I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with right. and the hardest thing about that is just not wanting to burden people with problems mm-hmm. or with you know all the crap that I have going on and just not wanting to admit that you got stuff going on, yeah, mm-hmm. which I could see being the case for someone who is a well known mental health advocate who's a pastor, you know, because he's already put on multiple pedestals at this point.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a pastor, he's a mental health advocate, right? And so, when you're on these pedestals, when you're having these roles. People assume that it doesn't affect you and mm-hmm. that you're good mm-hmm. and that, you know, life is great.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And then you see every celebrity that's passed due to depression. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, well, why do they do that? Yeah, they're rich. They're famous.
0: Yeah. You Which know? is right there. lets you know that money doesn't equal happiness. Mm-mm. Just like the guy, Anthony Bourdain, right?
1: Yeah, Anthony Bourdain.
0: His job was to travel and eat food. That sounds like the perfect job for me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that just lets you know right there. Depression, suicidal ideation, all these things they don't they don't have no type they mm-hmm. come in after any and everybody
1: right
2: and I think that when I was looking up stuff I believe September 10th was national suicide it
0: was mm-hmm. and that's the day that he did it
1: wow
0: wow I mean
2: it, it just sucks cause, like I know someone who has done that And although, like, I want to say that suicide is selfish, I can't, I don't know how that person felt inside of them. Mm -hmm. And it just sucks because you're essentially a child. A parent should never have to bury their child. I don't think a parent should ever have to bury their child, but unfortunately it happens because, you you know, unforeseen circumstances, sicknesses, Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but no one's prepared for you to die like you don't have you haven't been working your own life so you don't have life insurance like there's stuff like simple stuff like that you don't think about that well I don't know the I, logistical I stuff yeah you don't think about but the
0: logistical things but the grand scheme of things is that they're not capable of thinking about that stuff mm-hmm. their pain is so great that they just want to get out of it mm-hmm. and so until you are in that Place you can't really begin to even comprehend. Yeah,
1: and then in our community, it's so prevalent for people to just be like, "Oh, I be like that sometimes." Exactly. Man up, or you know what I mean? Like,
0: what you got to be depressed for? Right.
1: Right. Like, or what are you talking about? That's white people shit. Mm Yeah. You're not crazy. Like, it's okay to like be black and have a therapist. It's okay to believe in God and have a therapist. Like.
0: It's necessary.
1: Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like.
0: I know so many
2: people that, like, parents would be like, oh, you depressed? Let me take you down the skin row and see
0: what, like. Uh, right. You know. Like, what is that? Right. Showing me at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, going to all little- you are doing is discrediting my feelings. Yeah. So then I will no longer feel safe or supported by you. Mm-hmm so I won't tell you anything and you will be surprised whenever something happens Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's like I don't know how else to make people understand that mental health and mental illness are real Mm
2: mm-hmm
0: And it cannot just be Prayed away No You have to do Everything You know To Mm -hmm. make To make it tolerable Because you know Sometimes you can't Say like Oh I'm cured (laughs) You know
1: No you're not
0: But to make it tolerable And Like you can cope with it
1: Mm Mm-hmm got to work on it.
0: Every day you have to make a conscious effort and choice Mm
1: -hmm.
0: to work on it Mm -hmm. and to rise above everything that is going on in your head and your heart. Mm
2: -hmm. For the past two weeks, like two weeks ago, I had saw something on either like Twitter or Pinterest that if someone crosses your mind that you don't normally think about, like reach out to them. Mm-hmm. so the past two weeks when I think about people randomly I have been reaching out to them because you never know like I saw there's a guy that I haven't talked to since like 10th grade and he was saying some real crazy stuff on Instagram so I called you like Jasmine, what yeah. up <laughs> what do I do I think mm-hmm. he's going to do something and you gave me the tools to provide to him and I provided it to him and the next day he posted something. I was like okay he no. didn't, he didn't no. do anything but you never know. So now, if I think about someone randomly, I I hit them up just to say, "How are you doing? <laughs> How are you doing? How's it been?" I thought I forgot someone's birthday.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I forget everybody's birthday. I don't look at that anymore. Awesome. He knows
0: birthday. June twenty-fourth. <laughs> <laughs> no, just to save my
1: phone knows. <laughs> all, the, all the important stuff
0: Whatever
2: Well we can uh, I just also wanted to make sure That everyone had the suicide Hotline number You didn't
0: close it No okay. <laughs>
2: I just wanted to make sure that everyone Had the suicide hotline prevention number So I'm going to go ahead and give that To you guys It is going to be 800 8255 and it's 24 hours so if you ever feel like you need to talk to someone or you see someone that you feel like might do something to sub harm themselves just give them this phone number what is it again it's 800-273-8255
0: yes so gonna save that you never know if you'll need it if someone you know needs it so save it and use as necessary Um, So I just want to kind of piggyback off of what we've been kind of talking about Which is feeling comfortable and and safe enough to come to your support system And let them know where you are Um, Because even me Okay guys, I'm a therapist Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? And I struggle with coming towards people whenever I'm having a hard time. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to get into the many different reasons why not the deep, deep like core stuff, you know, but it's difficult whenever people kind of view you and have this perception of you and how things are going for you in your life. You know, based off of social media, which mm-hmm. everyone is pretty much posting their highlights. No one is really like, "Oh yeah, you know, today I felt really depressed." You know, no mm-hmm. one's really doing that. Um so it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so no one
2: posts their failures. Exactly.
0: No one posts their failures. No one posts their failures only the highlights and so people kind of view that and see oh she's posting oh she's good you know but that's just not always the case Mm -hmm. like for me I will I mean I'll say like uh today sucks or you know whatever but I don't actively reach out to people to talk about what's going on to hang out you know because I'm so in my feelings that I just isolate myself and it's easier to do that than to confront it head on you know um and so then I'm stuck in this like weird place of you know I'm going through this stuff. I want to reach out to people, but I don't want to, like, put my shit on them, and I don't want them to think that I'm having issues and all this stuff, you know, because I have this image, quote-unquote, to maintain. And I think that my biggest tool in working with kids and eventually adults and you know whoever else is my ability to be transparent my kids will be like yeah I was feeling really depressed I was crying a lot yesterday I'm like me too so <laughs> <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> because I feel like it's not normalized enough and I don't ever want to sell a dream so to speak that i have all my shit together because i don't Mm -hmm. and i don't want people to put me in a place that i have all my shit together you know so i did do something that was brave a couple weeks ago maybe actually maybe a month ago i put on twitter you know I know everything might seem like it's fine but sometimes it's not so please feel free to check on me Mm -hmm. you know and that took a lot for me to even do that and I put it on Twitter because you know I I talk to the same people all day every day (laughs) on Twitter you know Um, so I did that and I saved it to my Instagram and I got an overwhelming amount of like support and you know people that call me multiple times a week and check on me and text me and ask me daily how I'm doing and all this stuff and so it feels really good to feel supported Mm -hmm. because for so long I felt alone but it was my own doing (laughs) I can't fault people for not being there for me if they don't know there's something for them to be there for
1: yeah
0: (laughs) people are not mind readers Mm -hmm. and so it's unfair to be like nobody's ever there for me because in reality I never asked for nobody to be there for me but now I'm letting people know that hey you know feel free to check on me because I do if I see my friends tweet something or say something or post something I'm following up what's going on do you Mm -hmm. need to vent blah 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 because I want my support system to know that i'm always going to be there for them please all i ask is Mm -hmm. that you make sure that i'm in the right space for you to tell me what's going on Mm -hmm. you know because sometimes i am going through my own shit and i can't just sit there and let you throw all your shit on me and i'm trying to get myself up you know So that's how I feel like I'm getting better with building my support system, not building it, but like letting them in, I guess, because I have lots of friends from college, from undergrad, from grad school, high school, middle school, you know, elementary. I have lots of friends and my therapist brought up the best point Because I was like I don't want to put all my stuff on someone And she was like Well it sounds like you have a lot of different people That you could talk to Whenever you're feeling a type of way mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like Hmm <laughs> I ain't think of that <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy That's crazy <laughs> So I've been trying to work on that And if I'm going through something, if something's bothering me, talk to one person about it, talk to someone else about something else, if something else comes up, you know, just because it's not fair to use someone as your personal diary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless of course like you're paying. Yeah. Then we talk <laughs> But just like your friends, boundaries are necessary. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? What's your experience with your social support and all that?
1: I'm saying now now think about it. Like, I don't know. I I don't think guys have a lot of, like, support system like that.
0: And that's so crazy. So
1: we didn't have a lot of, like, in-depth conversations like that. Um... I guess I don't know growing up it was it was more like my grandmother I would talk to Um, and until until like it started like I can see like those leaks in the system and then like my mom would find out and then everything would come out Mm. so I'm like alright then I just started not talking to anybody because I didn't know I talked to without like leaking out and Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to be in everybody's business Um, but after that after that, I don't know, I didn't have, like, I guess my friends didn't do that much. Um, maybe in adult life, because I was at, because I used to hang out with, um, more of my friends were female, so then you can have those conversations, because women always do this talk a lot about stuff like that anyway. <laughs> so you end up just doing that anyway, so I guess.
0: Look at us, self-caring. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's very true, because... You know, even with me working with teenage boys, they'll be like, I don't have no best friend. Like, my homies, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, why is there a negative stigma to having a best friend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why can't you have someone that you trust with everything? You, know? so
1: you don't trust nobody out here.
0: And that's wild because... Yeah. Dude, you can't get through this thing called life by yourself. Mm-hmm. No. Nah,
1: Can I be successful by yourself? be you a team around
0: you. You need a team. You need community. We're humans. We are meant to have community. We're mm-hmm. meant to be with other people. Right. I don't know how people are estranged from their friends, families, or people that are always like Coming up with new friends and stuff like that. Like, uh, who? who? Mm-hmm. Make it make sense. <laughs> I don't know. When you say estranged,
2: oh, sorry, I already started. When you say it's strange from like family, it could be for multiple reasons.
0: Yeah, when you but. you say family, yeah. do you
2: mean like immediate family as in mom and dad, or do you mean like.
0: I whenever I say estranged from family, I mean, like someone that talks to zero people in their family, someone that knows the holidays are coming up and have vacations and stuff, but to avoid mm. being there. Everybody has that one person. In their family. I think I know what you're talking about.
1: Everybody's has that one that one person like that in their family.
0: Granted, you know, family stuff that's different. You know. People fall out over all kind of stuff. And so it's not fair to say like, oh, if you're not close to your family, there's something wrong with you. That's not what I'm saying at all.
1: It's also yeah. It's also okay to distance yourself from toxic relatives.
0: Exactly.
1: Protect your inner peace, was that what the quote was? Sure. There's one of the podcasts I but it is too.
0: important to protect your inner peace so if if you think somebody is sneak dissing in your yes. <laughs> if I was in the session right now I'd be like do the kids still say that <laughs> yes, I can't <laughs> um, but you know if one of your quote unquote friends are sneak dissing you know <laughs> how would y'all deal with
1: that i would stop interacting with whoever yeah at
2: this age like, I don't have the time or patience
1: yeah I'm not about to be fighting you or yeah. doing all that like it's more I don't need to hang out with you that bad so I only if I'm not like, if it's gonna be that type of I'm this is not loving hip-hop I'm not yeah. dealing with you just to be <laughs> like I don't like any of that stuff so I'm not dealing with it so
2: everything happens for a reason so I feel like if you fall out with a friend it may be like the season in your life is done mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I know you're talking about support systems like who we lean on lean on and I know I have like you said I have a core group of friends that if something were to happen I can call them and I can rely on them but then also my mom and dad number one and number two if I need something direly and I, sometimes I'll be too, like, ashamed or too, like, I can't think of the word. Too proud. Proud. Thank you. <laughs> too proud to ask. Or if I just need advice, like, nine times out of ten, my dad will answer the phone if I need something or if I need to just vent. Because I know that my dad can calm me down better than other people can calm me down. hmm and I've I'm not talking to you, sorry Um mm-hmm. I know that there's been times I and I think I've told you about this, i don't think we have talked on here about it, that when I get really upset, I just start crying. Yeah. If I can't change it. Same. And so I'd rather oh, yeah. call my father and like be crying on the phone to mm-hmm. my father. Like, Dad, this girl blah blah, blah. and I'm just like, Okay, okay. Relax and I'm like I I uh Julie and he'll be able to calm me down. Yeah. So I do appreciate that, knowing that I can go to him. Or the same thing with my boyfriend. guess he always knocks me right back to reality, like, is it worth you doing all this? And I'm like, mm-hmm. It's not, but I mean, I still want to be dramatic. But having someone that can take you down if you're overreacting to something, or not even overreacting, you're justifiably upset about something, but being able to bring you back down to a level, that you can handle the situation
0: without saying something you don't mean Mm -hmm. it's (laughs) Joe he does that (laughs) to me because I'm very I'm a very emotional person Mm -hmm. and things I feel things (laughs) like I feel everything Mm -hmm. if something is off that's why I'm always asking you like you're kind of sure does everything okay Mm -hmm. you know because i'm always doing temperature checks because any slight change in energy i notice and i pick up on it and it affects me and so you know just whenever something happens i'll call him sometimes he's not helpful yeah
2: sometimes i feel like he's not not you when i say he i don't mean joke right. sometimes i feel like he's not listening to what i'm saying and i'll get more frustrated <laughs> <laughs> okay. or he'll say huh after i like, literally oh. i like broke it all down and you said that's huh. the
0: quickest way and I'm like, for me. am are to, you kidding me that's literally the quickest way for me to be like Okay, I'll talk to you later and just hang <laughs> up because I'm hot. I know I didn't just tell you a whole ass story. Right. And you're gonna fix your lips to say, huh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna you in your trachea. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah.
1: I blame ADHD. I bet you
0: do. <laughs> I mean, you No,
1: know, I be listening and I, realize, I don't even realize that I've like, stopped listening. I'm actually be listening. And then, and until it like after you're done, and it's like, and then it was like, oh shit, there was like a like like when you're watching a movie, and it all of a sudden just blanks out, and like the audio pops out, mm-hmm. but the movie's still going on. Mm-hmm. You're like, what's going on? Then it clicks back, mm-hmm. and you like lost thought. That's exactly what's happening in there. I'll be and like, I'll be listening. And, it's and just, you
0: know what? You are also my greatest therapy tool mm-hmm. because I, you know, am able to normalize it. For the parents Cause I'm like My fiance is Knocking on 30 And He listens to about 35% Of what I say Mm -hmm. And the other half Is gone (laughs) Mm -hmm. Isn't that fair assessment? Yeah No And it's not like You're not Like you're Actively trying to not listen, but that's just the reality but of it. That's how you
2: know that that's your support system. Because even though he he irritates you, when you're saying something, he doesn't like You know what we just talked about we still go back to him i still go back to brandon if i'm like he i know he didn't listen to me before but i'm still gonna go back to him and say try it again the next day and we're gonna keep doing this because we in this, this awfully. Dip it, dip it.
0: <laughs> and fancy coming out with some new eyebrow uh pencils so I'm gonna have to pull up on it.
1: It's a few black lines coming out this little bit. Tracy Ellis Ross got it. I in heard Carolina. hers was
0: expensive though. I'm Those sure it is. Which no, I'm not no offense, doing. But I believe that's going to I'm be not so doing. Good. Nobody's expensive.
1: Your girl dropped her Pretty Little Things
0: line. Sweetie. Saweetie. I know. I'm so happy for
2: her. She looks so happy. And I need the shade room to go ahead and post that fashion this show. This isn't
0: here for that. We are not here. <laughs>
2: Shade Room You for sure posted Whatever the fuck That Cheeto shit was I won't make Can won't you know let me know
0: Why she was that No one
2: knew were like hmm. Was that She was a- like You oh, <laughs> hard she Like uh, my, is she- my type uh, <laughs> right. my, Cheeto, like, my type And
1: everybody was like she- What is going on with that Why is Cheetos Having a fashion show Is
2: what I'm still Trying to I
1: thought- How for- did they vote her I was for Forever 21 Remember they had The flaming Highline Yo but is that
2: yo, Forever Twenty One honesty oh, pause from the the deep conversation we're having. They need to like R.I.P. that.
0: They I are. Walk, I
2: walked into Forever Twenty One to buy something. The first thing I saw was a Speedo clothes. When I say speedo, I'm talking about the swimwear. When I think of Speedos, I think about my warm-up suits growing up. I think about my work, my competition swimsuits. I think about goggles. I don't think about clothes at Forever 21. I also saw um, the Cheeto shit.
1: Wait, is but that Cheetos
2: shit But Cheetos out of control lately right. anyway
1: uh, were, they, were, they, were they appropriating swimmers with the Speedo line? <laughs> okay, I'm t-
2: I think so
1: See? Because I, I think was they were making it seem like it's cool He's he he, he been eat. in
2: this bitch See? Y'all weren't paying attention to swimming Brandon to this day All he keeps saying is No one cares about swimming to the Olympics Come on I said that's not true I care. He's like, yeah, you and the two other black swimmers in the world, but no one else cares about swimming. Shout out to
0: your support. (laughs) support (laughs) support
2: Supporting you. And I'm just like, because he... He wasn't with
1: you stroking in the pool.
2: Exactly. You weren't there. You don't... I, I think I need to take him to a water bowl game. and then take him to a swim meet so you can understand how yes. lit it is. Like
1: people it, who did not support, I didn't participate in those sports. I seen them, but like I understand <laughs> that if you're in that sport, you know about that sport. Like nobody gives a damn about any other events that saying boat's in. That's mm-hmm. not in. But I'm looking like oh, when are they gonna do high jump and long jump? When are they gonna do the field events right. on TV? I get so excited anytime I
2: see anything national swimming anything, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. We just I don't, just whatever. really digress. that's my big thing about
0: black people is Uh-oh. it's basketball and football and that's it and unless you're yeah. my oh, brother well, then well, there's rugby yeah. and that's because in the
1: hood every, there's a basketball court everywhere and there's all you need for swimming
2: po- pool everywhere
1: too but there's I mean what people it takes a lot more to go swimming than just like oh I have a ball let's go in front and go Place of football. Did don't tackle me on the sidewalk.
2: Did
0: you see Pride? The movie? The
1: parade? There's a swimming movie named Pride?
0: I think so. So that is the
2: homework for you two.
0: <laughs> I'm about to go on Amazon Prime right now and see if Pride is on
2: there.
0: I don't think it is, sis. <laughs> I'm about to go on
2: Amazon Prime right now.
1: It's a swim movie. Speaking of swimming, it then was Michael- about
2: a black why are you club? yelling at I'm sorry, us? I'm sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
0: sorry. So yes. it was like
1: cool running in the summer with ice milk. Oh my <laughs> It was a black swim. Now you swim know he
0: don't have no sense.
1: Club. That's cool. No, I has been mean historically black is like it was about black, a black people that swim
0: club in Philly. I did see this. His I name saw was the movie. Jim Ellis.
2: He was a black. I didn't host. know the name. Yes, I had the grand village of. Being in the same vicinity as that man I was in Philly after Pride had came out I didn't have my swimsuit and I I had the opportunity to practice with him and I didn't and I'm so mad that I didn't but I had the so opportunity to T-shirt, him bed. and I also was able to go to the premiere out in Hollywood because you know that's when I was like swimming swimming and like connections question
0: was Cuba Gooding junior in that no Taron Tower was okay UK. <laughs> well, I say
1: that's the only swim movie I saw was when he was uh, what was that uh, when he was the diver cookie I forgot the name of that movie I should, I should know that Men of Honor he did uh, Robert De Niro called him that in the movie
0: what movie you
1: talking about he was a it was back in like um, World War 2 or something when black oh, people could enjoy join the I diving see team
0: that. I did not see that
1: so yeah he was a uh, deep sea diver for the military
0: Huh? Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. One, of <laughs> better, one of
1: his better performances, right behind Snow Dogs.
0: That's so crazy. No boxes, top, because Luke was on two. Amazon Prime. And that's not number Prime. two. I've seen it already.
2: I don't think Who is that? I did. Has. So Joe is gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it next is that week. Ladies bad? and gentlemen, we're talking about swimming next week. Is that I don't bad? think we are, guys. Yes. We're actually okay. not we're talking about swimming next week and how black people need to not just play football and
0: basketball. We and track to and field. So field. Be... We actually have another topic. We need more <laughs> we need more field
1: events, black people in field events not a lot of black jumpers
2: I want black people to expand what about gymnasts
1: we need some more like black men gymnasts like we have the Jesse White tumblers but we need some like well
2: cause they're all tall can tall people
0: be gymnasts? have no. you seen
1: the Jesse White tumblers? they like Simone Bill
0: it's five four foot on 10 on concrete do y'all's um, support system watch That's the problem. Black people think they
1: associate like, oh, it's a black dude doing it. They think it's gay or something like that. It's like that connotation, like a black, a black man in ballet. To be so
0: honest, black men can't do nothing without it being quote unquote gay. Because I correct all my clients all the time. (laughs) I literally correct them all the time. Like when they're like, "No homo," and I'm like, "Just let me know." What part of right. what you stated
1: mm. At this point, I well, want—I want to know if some of these niggas wiped their own ass. Cause I, at this point, like where they dry Wiping your butt is right. gay. Right.
0: You're dumb. Actually. You touching your butt and it don't, Right. Don't and you're you smell <laughs> like shit. So right. there's that. <laughs> See, this is good.
2: This is good this what? is a support system right here uh, it was- <laughs> I love that positive reframe Yay. this is a
0: support group right here no, but this seriously. podcast
2: is a support group because somebody is listening to it like you know what I play cricket going up no one cared about
0: it and girl you know do your cricket I personally don't know much about it only only thing I know about it is the ones that's chirping outside (laughs) or
2: even like the off sports like hockey curling I still know nothing about hockey I'm not opposed to going to a game but I didn't play it growing up but I understand what it feels like playing a sport that people don't understand Mm. I get it
0: Yeah. So I have a question. How do y'all determine who should be a part of your support system? Because throughout life, we have different periods in our lives: Mm -hmm. elementary, middle school, high school, college, where we're interacting and meeting different people, you know. And not everyone is meant to be like our ace, Mm -hmm. boom, coon, our best friend. I tell you my secret, you tell me yours you know so how do you determine who should be in that circle it's just a feeling
1: right who's Mm -hmm. been supportive who's been there and that's going to change over time but i guess
0: what what is support to you i don't know because like
1: subjective
2: when i first met gabby like we were just like kicking it this sounds like we're dating i'm sorry when I first met Gabby like we're co-workers so I'm just like oh she's cool whatever and then one day we had like this deep conversation I left it like I think we're like friend friends now mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. it just went from there I mm-hmm. have other co-workers but I haven't had that deep connection like how I do with Gabby mm-hmm. but I also have other co-workers I, have, I got my they know who they are I ain't gotta say their names I have them who I can call for, too, as well. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like, I know I say keep the same energy, but when someone does something for me, and I'm like, well, dang, you did this for me, I'm going to go ahead and rock with you. Mm -hmm. Because you did this for me when I needed it. Mm -hmm. I remember when I didn't have a car, and Tori went out of his way to take me home, and he knew me for a month. And And he didn't even live in the vicinity that I lived in. He lived out here. Mm-hmm. So you were getting <laughs> off At one o'clock in the morning And he's going to Drop me off at my house And still have to take The bus I mean the bus The freeway
0: I'm like, damn, That's commitment <laughs> Y'all took the bus Bus together
2: But I'm just like That's like That you, was your work husband You Oh no That's my brother Do
1: not <laughs> I said I'm work husband I said you Like you done you do stuff With your work
2: No but
1: oh, I it on was entire Y'all like you know. Sorry, Tori.
2: Damn. <laughs> but that stuff like that means something to me. If I'm mm-hmm. hungry and I'm like, damn, I'm hungry. And you go out of your way to feed me and you don't have to. And mm-hmm. you do the whole, well, you no, stop, I don't want your money. I'm like, no, I'll take my money. I don't want your money. I like, well damn, you're fucking me. Because if you don't really fuck with me, so when are you going to pay me back? Right.
0: You know? Uh, <laughs> questioning. Where's, your, where's my $4 from those french fries you ate mm-hmm. like
2: get mm-hmm. your ass
0: off my phone
2: it's just certain things like that that happen even if you meet like you meet someone else's friend and then y'all become friends
1: that's how i became I became friends with will he was hanging out with mark and then i started kicking it
0: and then you guys live together do I you mean, tell him stuff that's going on with you will because i know that he calls you
1: actually called me today um I don't know I guess whenever we talk I don't have anybody that I talk to regularly that's like I don't know that'll be I don't like your Julie I don't have anything like that
0: (laughs) um hashtag Chicago friends need to do better period (laughs) Um, I guess for me, I'm a very observant person. So once I enter a new surrounding, whether it be like a job or Mm -hmm. school or something like that, I kind of take a look around and see, observe people, see what kind of person they appear to be, Mm -hmm. you know, what kind of things they do when no one's watching Mm -hmm. or whatever and then i just kind of decide if i feel like there's someone i should be friends with and whether we'll be close friends or just like regular surface level friends it just depends on you know the connection and things like that but just in terms of getting and making friends i'm i'm watching <laughs> because if i go to a new job i'm not about to be friends with somebody that's in all the business in all the mix mm-hmm. i don't what? need to know people's business what you mean
1: i thought it would be like what i thought this would be like because you know what i mean you watch all them shows i thought it'd be like a cool like you, you like
0: i don't want to be in the mix that's me <laughs> detaching and watching tv watching them be messy I don't want messy in my life mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah like even starting this job I just sat back kind of watched around saw, and I was like okay I'll talk to them talk to them talk to them mm-hmm. not talk to them avoid them you know mm-hmm. and just keep it pushing so do you guys have any tips in terms of you know Your support system How how much you should feel Comfortable Asking of your support system
2: Yeah that's a major thing Mm -hmm. I feel like If I can't ask you for something And not even me personally Getting like the courage to ask you Mm Well no Yeah if I have the courage To ask you for something Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I'm close enough to you that I'm I'm willing to admit that I need help. Mm-hmm. Right. Because some people can't admit that they need help. hmm So if I can literally be like, yo, I need this from you, that means that you're someone close enough. I care enough about you enough about you. Right. To be able to say that to you.
1: hmm That's a trust thing. Mm-hmm. You can't just, like, especially with, like, certain stuff you want to say. Like, you need somebody that you trust enough with your privacy mm-hmm. and whatever you're telling them that,
0: exactly Um, and for me like that's a big thing I have I do have like abandonment issues and so asking for help because I would ask for help from my dad and barely get it you know now I don't want to do it and so whenever I really muster up the courage to do it and ask for help and I get like a no or somebody don't answer the phone or you know whatever the case may be then I'm just like see this is exactly why I don't depend on people this is exactly why I don't ask for help but the reality of it is you can't expect people to drop their lives for you Mm -hmm. you know of course if you're going through stuff ideally someone would you know help you if it's like a very emergency you know but if it's something kind of minuscule that you can figure out you know life happens so you can't hold that to hold that against someone Mm -hmm. um so i think just a tip that i have is to make sure that the people in your support system are people that you trust people that you can be a hundred thousand percent yourself say whatever it is that you feel without a filter and that's not saying like it's cool to be disrespectful and say stuff like whatever to them i'm saying like you should just be able to be transparent about Mm -hmm. your feelings and thoughts and you know whatever the case may be making sure that they're trustworthy making sure that you know they're a positive influence in your life because you don't want to have negative leeches in your support system The your support system is a group of people that are there that you can lean on and come to for support come to for help come to for questions advice you know whatever the case may be and so if someone is always being negative and saying negative things to you all the time and saying, oh you don't need to go to the gym you look good you know Despite the fact that you want to feel good Mm -hmm. and get the mental clarity from working out and the physical benefits, you know. If they are against you in any way, they cannot be your support. They can't. Mm -hmm. You need someone that will accept you as you are. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important also. And I think just... Boundaries that both of you are able to abide by mm-hmm. is super important for having a successful and close-knit support system and having people that truly and genuinely know and understand you and don't take things personally because I get very moody. I told him the first time that we met, I was like, I'm moody. Like, my name's Jasmine, I'm moody. like i told him that you know and i'm working on it it's not like i'm just like i'm moody and that's it like i am actively working on it trying to be more positive and put more positivity into the universe you know but he had to first accept me as i was Mm -hmm. before he could be my support system Mm mm-hmm I've been talking what
1: about y'all I mean you covered most of the things like they have to be trustworthy they have to be in your corner Um, somebody you don't mind getting creative criticism from and not taking it anyway
0: just to piggyback off of that because sometimes I do ask or critiques but don't just come slanging them if I ain't asked for them, or if you're not gonna deliver it in a way that I'm able to receive it mm-hmm. you know how I am so you know how to approach me don't come to me telling me oh I think I think you should do this and stop doing this
2: er you <laughs> we'll see That's how you're receiving it, but some people, I mean, another support system, my coworker, well, she's more than my coworker, we got into an argument because she told me about something at the time, in that moment, I didn't appreciate it because I thought she was gaming up on me, but as I thought about it later, I'm like, well, shit, she was only trying to look out for me. But we're still trying to fill out each other to see how we can talk to people, how Mm. we can talk to each
0: other. Yeah.
2: At the time, like, I stopped talking to her for a little bit. But after I sat back and thought about it, because I missed her,
0: Mm. I realized when we
2: weren't talking, I missed her. I would see her at work, but me, you know, me being stubborn and prideful, I'm like, I ain't saying shit. (laughs) And then she came up to me. I think it was like a month we weren't talking. She came up to me and was like, what's going on all I
0: did was tell you I'm trying to look out for you Mm -hmm. but I think also because you kind of shut me down but you know I do have my point for it you do do. (laughs) I'm just saying that you know if you know me then you know how to come at me Mm -hmm. just like I know you and I know how to come at you Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with giving criticism or saying like hey I've been like if if I'm getting fat please tell me you know <laughs> like don't don't do me tell me like hey girl let's go on a hike mm-hmm. you know but don't come at me like, you get getting fat because my feelings are going to be hurt. It's going to be a trigger. Exactly. So that's all I'm saying. I'm saying that y'all need to have an understanding of what's okay and what's not okay to say to one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if you're tiptoeing and doing a little salsa dance you know you're not able to really have a genuine connection yeah you're not able to be who you authentically are and that's what you should be able to do in a support system yeah.
2: i think that was more so breaking the mold because that you know you're still getting to know that person mm-hmm. so now once that happened <laughs> we were able to branch out from there yeah. and now obviously we know how to talk to each other whatever the case is yeah, but you know at that moment I'm still trying to figure you out you're still trying to figure me out yeah we've had fun together but are we going to take this past we're having fun together mm-hmm. are we going to be able to have deep conversations are you going to be able to confine to me confine to me vice mm-hmm. versa mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
2: and you know in that case in point we were able to branch out and we yeah. weren't just co-workers at that point point.
0: Mm-hmm. and see that was the thing with me and Jasmine because we are both like a lot of person (laughs) (laughs) like I'm very sensitive and emotional and she's very energetic and like self aware (laughs) so like I would sense that her energy was off and I would internalize that Mm -hmm. and so that would make things awkward because it's like I know I didn't do nothing but like your energy is throwing me off so now I'm thrown off and I don't know how to talk to you (laughs) like how you (laughs) doing you know so that just took some time for us to get well for me primarily to get used to I can't speak for her because she's not here you know but I think that if someone shows the willingness to learn you and understand you, that they should be a part of your support system. And I think that when shit gets rough, because we know that life can change and a lot of things can just happen and really put you in a bad space. It's important to feel like you can go out to these people and not feel like a burden. And that's the biggest thing because it's so easy to be like, oh, everybody's dealing with stuff. Oh, everybody's doing this, blah, blah, blah. But don't let that stop you from reaching out when you really need to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like
2: we said, sorry, at the beginning of this podcast, you need to check
0: on your friends. You need to. Because a lot of them could be like me and just want to appear to be cool, you know, and suffer in silence. So don't let them <laughs> hit them up. Try and talk to them and just be there for them, because that's all that we really need. We need community. We need to feel safe. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that on that. Do <laughs> anybody else have something to say? <laughs>
2: I love my support system. Oh. Because that there's I different my people. Support <laughs> I mean, it's a core, like, group of people. And I know that individually I can reach out to them for certain things. Like, I feel like if I want oh well, no um, we don't have to break it down like that but I just know that whoever I talk to is gonna be honest with me mm-hmm. they're not gonna bullshit me that's important too you don't want someone who's always gonna say you don't want no yes. yes man yes mm-hmm. you're so right
0: Julie yes no cause if I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong cause I don't wanna just I'm fine with that be stagnant
1: right
0: and being just okay with being who I was and with my ignorant thoughts you know Mm -hmm.
2: and I've been and I think I I think I'm going to talk to you about this this past few weeks have been so odd not odd but they've been different I feel like I'm changing
1: Mm -hmm.
2: as a person as far as like being more aggressive or straightforward because I can dance around something like I'm in a professional competition but now you know we're talking about this last week I'm feeling more I don't want to say confident because I feel like I was already confident before but
0: But. you have to also acknowledge that you are more confident because you are feeling better about yourself
2: yeah
0: and that's a big thing because I have been where you were Mm -hmm. whereas I changed because I was very negative whenever I was bigger And Mm -hmm. as I started to lose weight, I started to lose, like, the negativity also. Mm -hmm. And it did impact me. Some of the things stay, you know. Yeah. Um, But sometimes I can be negative, and that's just a clue that I need to, you know, decompress.
2: Yeah.
0: So just it's nothing wrong with it oh no it's nothing wrong. you're losing just... weight you're losing <laughs> negativity you you're just blossoming into the person that you've been meant to be yeah
2: I mean I mean I'm loving it it's just an adjustment because I I hear myself I hear myself say stuff to people and I'm like ooh
0: Mm-hmm. Julie, mm-hmm. that was spicy. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was a little hot. But let's keep it up. Like you know, like it's it's adjust it's an adjustment period for me to it get is. used to it's it. It's a
0: change. Yeah, yeah, it's a
2: major change. So I think I told you guys about the story about the laugh like in middle uh, high school when everyone was making jokes and I said the joke and they oh, body yeah. killed it!" Yeah, like now. I'm like, nah no, my shit's funny. I'm saying this shit. <laughs> and then like people were laughing at something that I don't think is funny and I'm like, eh. hmm I thought it But it's it's small stuff like that. It is. It's small stuff like
0: that. It is. But you know, the book that I'm reading is like you have to consistently pick things mm-hmm. to be happy about and pick Reasons to feel joy. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I'm tired when I woke up, but I'm excited because I'm getting to work out and mm-hmm. show myself what I can do. Show myself I can do something better than I did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I'm exhausted, but I'm going to this job that allows for us to fly for free. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. A positive mm-hmm. refrain? Right. <laughs> I I'm just saying, you know, it's so easy to focus on what we don't have, what we should have, where we're not at, mm-hmm. but we need to make it practice to focus on what we do have and the people that we do have in mm-hmm. the community that we do have, mm-hmm. because that, at the end of the day, is more valuable. Mm-hmm. Because, like we said earlier, money does not buy happiness. Mm-hmm. It take away some problems, you know, mm-hmm. but it don't take away the loneliness. Mm-hmm. It don't take away the need for community, for safety, for love, companionship. It doesn't take away any of that.
1: Mm-hmm. So, oh, another thing. If um, oh, I just forgot what was going with that. I was gonna say if no, if you guys need. Like, a support system, we extend that. If you want to send in any of our social medias, any, we keep it anonymous, but any, like,
0: things. We're not going to read your message on here unless you tell us.
1: If you're going through something and you want to, like, ask a question or get our advice on it. Hit us up. Hit us up. Yeah,
0: that's good. Because we are support system, Mm -hmm. too. Right. With boundaries. Yeah. (laughs) So let's go ahead and check out with some self-care that we're gonna do to make sure that we're living our best life. So I'm gonna start with you, babe, because me and Julie already went first. So uh well
1: we already did a little bit of it this week. We mashed yesterday, did a little skincare routine situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Skin's still trash, but you know, you know it's I mean? okay. Look. I'm gonna clear skin no more uh acne scars there we go visualizing it okay
1: visualizing it yes uh i'm just ready to take a nap later this week
0: <laughs> like right i don't have
1: to work mother job and just friday friday yeah, yeah. since you're not sleeping in this weekend oh we're going hiking this weekend we are is that yours i take
0: yours you did take mine my- i'm sorry but I have something else. Okay. So I did put out to my social media that I wanted to start a hiking group. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be like consistent, like the same women or men, you know, whoever. I just want to have fellowship with women primarily. Sorry, men, Love y'all. But, you know, this for my ladies, because we need our own safe spaces to just be and talk and work out while we're doing it. So, I am going to be going on a hike on Saturday with a couple of my... Oh, yes, I didn't even tell y'all. I'm doing, like, an accountability group. Yes. And it's just been really helpful for me. You know, I don't care what people are saying, like, if they tired of it. I You know, I don't care because I'm doing it for them and you they're doing care. it for me. Yeah. And so, it's just great to, once again, have that support system to make sure that I'm doing the things that I need to do. And I've been feeling great since I started it. So a couple of the ladies from the accountability um, group are going to go on the hike with us. And babe, Lene said that you can walk her dog. She has like a big dog that you would enjoy playing with. Awesome. So. And we are going to the Good Burger pop-up. On Saturday. Shout out to all that And a Good Burger King
1: and Carol, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon
0: Shout out to all of it So mm-hmm. we're going that's going to be my cheat meal For the week And yeah What about you Julie Well
2: I'm about to be doing more traveling
1: This Ooh, week both busy.
2: So I have to continue What I'm doing This time I'm not going to be with a whole bunch of people So I'm not going to have those Oh. Temptations of, like, being out late and drinking and not having nothing on my mm-hmm. stomach. Yeah. So this is a little bit better, but...
1: You're still training. I feel
2: like... Huh?
1: You're still training? No, know,
2: this is something. They selected me to go out to um, be a part of this new thing. Uh, I'll tell you about it later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anyways, so... I saw that there was a 24-hour fitness close to where I was when I was out there, so... I can definitely Uber it out there. Hey, to the gym. that's right. Because I joined American Airlines has this like step challenge thing for what month is this? October, September, September <laughs> for the month of September. Oh yeah, do we have
1: that going on? It just
2: started yesterday, and so like the minimum is ten thousand steps, and like you have a chance to win an
0: Apple Watch or two thousand. I can't believe you didn't get into that.
1: I forget every month. And some of you gotta sign up for it and how you, how you do it
2: you signed up on GenMed
1: and how you track my steps
2: so like, I don't have it? a watch but i downloaded the fitness pal app and it takes your steps from the health thingy on at the iPhone and it just translates it to the thing
1: what the iPhone takes all that stuff yeah Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: I don't I, I'm trying to figure out like when does it count as step? I'm about to stand up
0: is it like this? It's a gyro. So. If I just have it in my Why pocket, is it going to film yeah. me walking? How about if you look on the health app nah. and then Because you could do that.
2: Right, because I can just go like
0: this. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, that's how...
2: Oh, let's see if it changed. Let's see.
1: Fit trackers usually do.
0: I don't know. But, uh... Just like Julie, you can go and you can Uber (laughs) to the gym and you can go on the hikes with me on Saturday Mm -hmm. or you can go for a run or you can just, you know, only eat salads and green drinks and, you know, live your best Mm -hmm. green Mm -hmm. life. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you still can not be, you know, truly healthy. So it's cool to seek therapy. Put your friends up on game. You know, and we'll we'll talk to y'all next time. y'all be great and live your best, lives. Live my best
2: life. <laughs>